Hi, guys. It's Markeisha at the Markeisha Hall podcast. And I wanted to come on and bring you a bonus episode. Yep. Bonus episode one. How do I already have a bonus episode when I just got started? Well, on October 10th, we had a chat with some special needs dads and it received um, great reviews. So I wanted to make sure that I shared that with you. So you'll have a chance to listen to Andre Hall, Jennifer Oglesby and Barry Oglesby on some things that special needs dads have on their mind. Enjoy. So we're going to give you guys a chance to um, introduce yourselves and tell us how many kids you guys have. And then we'll, we'll, we'll go into a conversation. So Barry, you could go first. Oh, and thank you for, thank you for uh, doing this on a Saturday. No problem at all. Uh, uh, my name is Barry Oglesby. Uh, I have four boys, ages 16, 15, 11, and 7. Uh, and we're also in the process of adopting a little girl who's three, who will be four in the next uh, month or so. And um, and uh, my oldest son, Bryce, is a uh, special needs. He was diagnosed with autism at age four. Age four, okay. Actually, age five. It was age six, but that's okay. I was close. <laughs> that's okay. close. Close. It's close, Barry. Close Good enough. job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I assisted first before he got diagnosed. So I'm, I'm, so I'm going off of my internal diagnosis. You get credit, Barry. You get credit. There you go. All right. So um, my name is Andre Hall. Obviously, uh, my wife, Markeisha, we have four kids. Um, Taylor, Aiden, Jordan, and obviously Josiah. Um, we adopted him at age two. Um, he was coming to our home at two. Yeah, okay. He wasn't adopted at two. We, we adopted, adopted him. We adopted him in 2018. Okay. Okay. He was ours. So okay. Exactly. Two. That's I agree with Dre. I agree with Dre. All right. Taylor 17, Aiden 14, and Jordan 11. So um, obviously the three boys and my, my only daughter. Um, so that's where we are. And if you guys want to talk about your wives a little bit. Yeah. Sure. Um, oh, yeah, Barry. Yeah. I, I that's know. my wife. Is there anything else that you want to know? Uh, <laughs> that's my wife, uh, Jennifer. Uh, uh, she is wonderful uh, and she has a career um, surrounded, well, well, essentially working with people that have special needs, um, you know, uh, toddlers up to uh, very grown adults. And so she's very familiar with the uh, with the industry, and 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 so she, um, you know, definitely runs that part of our family because that's her area of uh, expertise. Okay, excellent, excellent. And I'll just stop you because there's so many things that Drake can say. Right now, we're here to talk about uh, uh, special needs dads because every time I do a post, Dre's always saying to include the dads. Exactly. Um, and so that's what we're here to uh, talk about. So why do you think that? Well, first, first we'll go back and let's talk about um, when your son was di- diagnosed, because that was on Bryce is 60. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. Autism wasn't as um, we weren't as aware as a you know, about it. And so I know that it was different from the resources that we have. Josiah's only, well, he'll be six next week. So there's different resources that are, that are available now and more people are aware. So what was it like back, back then for you? 
In terms of the resources or just in terms of when he was diagnosed? The resources, how he's diagnosed, what what was available and um sure. what was yeah. like, yeah. Sure, yeah. So um uh, so Bryce was officially diagnosed at age six, um, and, 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 you know, even though he was officially diagnosed at age six, you know, you know, as, as parents, I think that you, well, that we sensed something was amiss with him, uh, much earlier. Um, uh, one of the things that I always point to was the fact that, um, was the fact that, um, Brian is actually one year younger than Bryce. And, um, and so when they were maybe two and one, um, we started to see a gap in terms of, you know, in terms of how, how, how they were developing and how they were. And so we knew that something was a little off. And so obviously, you know, there was no official diagnosis, um, you know, but we knew that, um, but we knew that, that, that there was something there. Um, in terms of, in terms of resources, um, I don't think there were nearly as many resources available um, back then as, um, as they are now. And also, also, you know, we didn't have um, information or knowledge about them. And so it was, you know, difficult back then, you know, obviously now, um, um, autism has been pushed to the you know forefront with children because there's you know many more diagnoses and everything, so um, it's a lot easier. But yeah, but like you know uh, back then it was kind of tough. You know we didn't know a lot about you know, and then also you know there's this it's like there's always a stigma around like autism and actually something being wrong with your child. You know, and I was our firstborn son, and so that really hit us hard. You know, but um, I mean, but um, I think that the biggest thing or like actually one of the biggest things actually happened was that when we when we went to the regional center. And we were talking with one of the um, psychologists there and, you know, and she told us, listen, so, you know, whether you want to, you know, get your child officially you know, diagnosed with autism or if he doesn't get um, diagnosed, he still has it. And so the difference is going to be what are you going to do about it? And that really, you know, spoke to us and that really kind of um, lit a fire under us. And so we said, hey, listen, we, we need to make sure that Bryce has the best resources to actually deal with this and to be successful in life. Right. And obviously, Barry, you have is before we even had Josiah, um, but I know one of the things that you just said, um, just making sure that he had the resources he needed to be um, productive and have a, a successful life. And so um, when we look at it now, that's that's what we fight for. Obviously, I'm not going to list the, all the things my wife can do. And educationally, she has so many things that at her, her fingertips. But um, as a dad, just speaking as a dad, um, I want him to have a good life. I want him to have an independent life. Um, and so many situations, uh, we want training for him to, to have those things to be able to do, you know, be independent on his own and be able to, to be successful, just like any other typical kid. And so I know the resources that are available now are are much more prevalent than what you guys had. I mean, what, 16, 10, 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and so I know just from that perspective, I feel blessed. You know, I know that that had to be a struggle for you guys early. Yeah. I think too something that um, Barry brought up was that um, that's difficult. What I hear is difficult. I'm not a dad, so um, is even hearing that your son has a diagnosis. I know maybe growing growing up, people like, oh, I want to have my son, and we're gonna play. Well, for you guys, because you guys both love sports a lot. In the back right now, TV. Um, you know, just mean like, oh, they're gonna play what I played, and we're gonna play football together, and we're gonna watch the Saints, and we're gonna watch, we're gonna go Laker games and things like that. And um, sometimes, depending on the severity of the diagnosis, that may or may not be the case. And sure. so, how that, how does that 
know, I don't want to say how did that feel or how did, mm-hmm. how did you how did you deal with that initially? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So um, 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 I think every dad, you know, has this has this, you know, sort of fantasy, you know, that a son is going to be the best you know, player at, you know, whatever sport that he likes, you know, I love basketball, you know, and so I was like, you know what, Bryce is going to be the next Michael Jordan, right? You know, and that's what you're thinking, you know, when she was pregnant, you know, and I remember, um, um, I remember maybe about 15 minutes after Jen found out that she was pregnant. And so we went to a shopping center. This is kind of random. And I remember like seeing this little boy, he's maybe like four or five. And I was just thinking, okay, listen, what, what is my son going to be like? Right. And so, um, but the truth is that, you know, but the truth is that, you know, Bryce, Bryce wasn't like that. Right. You know, and Bryce and Bryce, you know, likes sports and everything, you know, but he's certainly not the, you know, world-class athlete, you know, and he, and, and, and he has problems um, participating in a lot of group sports. And so what I had to do was, was, was kind of take myself out of the equation and then kind of look at, you know what, what's going to make Bryce happy, you know? And so instead of thinking, Hey, listen, like, you know, I want my son to be the best, let's go ahead and put him in something that he's comfortable in. And so fortunately, like, you know, going back to what you're saying, there are more resources now. There are more, you know, leagues and like in, in, in basically groups that actually focus around um, children, children and um, young athletes that have special needs. And it's awesome. And so we've been able to find a couple of places, um, 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 little leagues um, that she cater to that. And so Bryce can go in and feel comfortable because I remember um, when Bryce was six, and I put he and Brian on the same little league team. And it was frustrating to me because I would take him to the field. Brian would go out there and play and I would have problems literally pulling Bryce out of the car. And that's what I said. That's, and that was before um, I actually, you know, I actually knew I had to pull myself out of it and I had to put myself in Bryce's shoes. I mean, so, you know, I mean, to any dad, um, you know, that, you know, that um, has a, a kid that has special needs, you know, and you know, he's not going to, you know, be able to, you know, you know, I, I guess, being that fantasy, whatever, about him being a older athlete, you know, just kind of take 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 yourself out of it, um, you know, and just kind of um, look at things from his from his um, view. And the kind of that I've been blessed, we have three uh, very athletic kids who've done done well, still doing well, um, and so. But the main reason why we got him into sports is for those social skills, those relationships, and ultimately just to have fun. So the needle kind of changes when you see your kid. Oh, my kid is good. Oh, well, maybe he could be the next Michael Jordan or Odell Beckham or somebody like that. And you start the, the perspective changes when the perspective should always be to have a good time. And so uh, when I, when we got Joe and obviously, if you know us, our kids, 6'3", my, my daughter's 5'11", my, my 11-year-old's 5'5". Five, five. I got big kids and then we got little Joe. And so then I, I would, Keisha could tell you, I would always treat him as if he was a baby. And she's like, you do know he's not really a baby. I'm like, well, that's true. All right, let's go. I, I got to pick it up. I got to get him to understand, to get him to go to the next level. And I was like, well, you know what? I just want him to have fun. And so now he's kind of, you know, we got him a soccer goal. We got him a basketball goal. So I still incorporate the same things that I got my other kids to say, hey, you want to play? All right, let's play. And but I kind of refocused to say, I just wanted to have a good time. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to enjoy life. And so that doesn't mean you have to be super successful at sports. He's a very social boy. He just wants to have a good time. And my perspective changed. It helped me to take a step back and understand, even if my kid has special needs, ultimately the reason why we put him in sports is to have a good time. Yeah. So, you know, perspective changes as you, as you go through these things. 
Mm-hmm. And he's not actually in sports. He actually wants to play soccer, mm-hmm. which is something that we don't even do. But but I'll figure it out. <laughs> but I'll figure, figure it out. out. I might be a soccer coach for the first time in my life. But <laughs> <laughs> you will be. Um, he wasn't um, walking, running, he or anything. Running, right. and, and you did. We're like, well, he might not play. Right. I, 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 when I watched him, he just struggled. To, his, his coordination was, was very bad. Close motor skills. Uh-huh. And so now, but now we, we're an adaptive family. We do, you know, some people, we got hardwood floors, but he's got his little uh, big wheel in the house and he motoring around and we got soccer balls. We got basketball. We got anything to, to try to help him have that fun and, and draw that love. Even when we go outside with the boys, we got two basketball courts in the backyard and he's out there trying to shoot it. You know, I'll pick him up and let him hang on the rim. And Keisha, I can see him like, <laughs> pushing him up there. I was like, hang on the rim, man. Hang on it. He can, you know. <laughs> but you have to treat him just like everyone else. And for what I've seen from Josiah, you know, he is really, um, you know, just, you know, just, you know, done quite well in that environment and he, and, and, and he seems to be having fun and he's shown you know so much improvement over the last two years you know just with his physical capabilities and it's impressive you know and, and, and like you guys have done a wonderful wonderful job and I mean that well man we appreciate it um obviously even the whole the backstory thank you Jennifer for even getting into the home because you know we always that's we, another episode <laughs> <laughs> Right. We have more in stock if you guys want more. Just let me know. <laughs> but um, his siblings too. He 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 loves to watch them do so do things. So when we go to you know baseball games, football games, volleyball games, you know he's he he pays attention. And so you know I, I've watched him try to even hit a volleyball like like his sister. You know he's trying to hit a volleyball. To, the ball's bigger than him, but he was trying to—he was trying to hit it. Yeah. So, like the you know, and so he's in the backyard running around, and I, you know I, the boys play sports with him. You know they tackle him. You know, all right, here, take this. You tackle him. I tackle him too. Poor baby. I let him know. <laughs> Wait, so he gets tackled? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, we tackle him. Oh yeah. Dad, you can while you can. That, that, that yes, Dad. You know, we gotta because when they start beating you, you get it back. So don't you take know, advantage of the kids. Even Joe, he gets tackled. I let him be quarterback, and I'm Lawrence Taylor. I'm coming around the corner. I'm trying to sack him. Oh yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Talking about sports. No. Nope. Oh okay. Edu- education. Oh my bad. Oh yes, that's a good topic. <laughs> well, I thought I'd throw in something fun and ask yeah. them if they could tell us the kids' teachers, maybe. Which kid? I, I got this. I got this. <laughs> Which kid? Oh man! Wait, wait, wait! Oh, Miss Henry, <laughs> I got it. I, it took me a second. I got you. I got three kids, man. That's a lot of teachers. You got four kids. <laughs> four kids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> got four kids. Uh, Bryce's teacher name is Mrs. Rademacher. Oh. oh. What's Chloe's teacher's name? <laughs> she doesn't have a name. <laughs> okay. I, I don't judge anyone, but she said that she doesn't have a name. Okay. So that's why I signed my name. Okay. Okay. They need to correct that. Yes. Well, let's um, speaking yeah, of education and 
Both of your kiddos are on IEPs also. I don't know if we should bring this up because we're a feisty. I get emotional about it. You, you have to be feisty. You have to fight for your child. Um, obviously, both of us are in education, so we know we know the system from both ends. So um, my advice to anybody is always advocate for your child. You're the biggest advocate for them besides them. So um, make sure you whatever happens, um, you you, Sorry. you advocate for them because if you don't, the system doesn't always advocate for them and give them what they need um, at, at that time. And so you know what your your child needs, and and so I know you guys see that on a daily basis. You know what what Bryce needs. So yeah, obviously you guys are educated and you advocate for him. And I would I would em, em, empower anybody else to do the same. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you know, just in terms of, you know, advocating, um, um, obviously anyone that knows Jen knows that she's a, uh, she's a fighter, uh, you know, and she doesn't back down, you know, and, and, and she fights hard for her kids, you know, and, 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 um, you know, sort of a funny story. I remember when we were talking with Bryce and he was maybe four, I don't think he was five, but he was four. Yeah, he was four. And, and, and so, and, and so Bryce was talking about all the preschools, he had been to. I think Bryce had been to literally five preschools before he actually went to kindergarten. And it was because, you know, I mean, he might have been there for a week or so, you know, um, but if he was there and if the school wasn't up to the standards, uh, you know, that we thought there were, you know, that that they thought it should be, you know, then Jennifer would call me, you know, and I'd be at work and I'd say, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's pretty fine. I just took Bryce out of school. Wait, what? <laughs> I, yeah, I took my side of school. I walked there and, and and he was sitting over a corner by himself and the teacher did not know why he was sitting right. there. So she wasn't, and so she didn't have the capabilities to deal with the special needs kid. Even though he wasn't officially diagnosed, we knew the Bryce was different, right? Mm-hmm. Like all parents know if your kid is a little different, right? right. And so, you know, um, um, and that fight has continued, like, you know, ever since Bryce was in you know, kindergarten, first grade, secondary, like, you know, third grade, you know, even up until now, right? You know, and, and, and you have to continue to fight and fight hard for your kid um, because unfortunately um, sometimes you're the only one that's fighting. Right. Yep. And, and, and so it takes you, uh, I'm, you know, and so anyone that has, especially these kids, you know, I mean, just know, you know, that you do have to fight. Um, you know, sometimes it's not going to be the um, best result, you know, but, but you have to be your kids best advocate out there or, or you can talk to one of these uh, lovely ladies on the call here and they can also help you out. Thank you. Fire Thank you. Marquishahall.com. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <That was his laughs> words. Well, we want to be collaborative too, but you are their voice, but it's not about me. It's about you. Um, especially dad's talking about it. So, no, I I think as as a dad, a lot of times, you know, and a, and a man, I'm sure Barry would agree. When you have educated women, I don't have to do a lot of the the fighting. They they know what they're doing. She knows what she's doing, and so I don't have a problem standing in the background sometimes, and I just be the support system for her when she gets off those frustrating calls or dealing with those frustrating situations. Then I'm just I'm there just to be that support system to say, breathe, take yeah. a deep. It's all right. And so, you know, I definitely understand, you know, both sides. But if I need to, I will definitely let my voice be heard as a father. And I think far too many times we don't get the credit, you know, that we deserve. Their dads. <laughs> well, yeah. I think because when they're tired of hearing, hearing me chirp in their ears, and I'm like, OK, well, you know what? My husband's coming to this next IEP. I get different emails sometimes and different 
people involved um, when he says something, since he doesn't always, since I'm always talking to the kids, teachers and things like that in, in my role, when I say, oh, well, you know what? he's going to come to this next meeting, then the tone changes a little bit. Um, if I was in their shoes and I knew that Dre was coming to the IP, my tone would change. So I'm just saying that right now. So any teachers out there, watch out. Dre's coming. Get it together and get it together quick. <laughs> That's good advice right there. Peace. <laughs> so we're going to be wrapping it up because it's Saturday and um, me and Jen have some things to do. Um so what advice for newly diagnosed dads out there? Newly diagnosed dads out there or dads that are still um, struggling with the idea of um, their child being... Wait, before we go, before we do that, I wanted to ask Barry, we talked about like the sports and what they're not into, but he does some really cool things. What's what's Bryce up to now? We talked about what before and what the Bryce up to now. Bryce is uh, so so Bryce is up to a lot of things, and 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 so one thing, um, uh, Bryce is very adventurous. Um, so he has a bike, and 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 he basically you know takes his bike and he rides it, you know, and and I think that it's awesome that even though Bryce has special needs, I think he's a little streetwise, and so he knows like you know where 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 he can go, and like he knows his boundaries. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and like Bryce is also, um, I don't know, he, he, um, I'm trying to think of the words to say, he really likes to like lift weights and exercise and, um, and do a lot of fun stuff, but, um, and he also likes to, and he also likes to, and, and, and he also, and he also likes to make t-shirts and sometimes unprompted because the t-shirts are $30, but he tells Bryce he wants a t-shirt. Someone's credit card is on file, which <laughs> might be a t-shirt. So, uh, you know, so, uh, yes, please don't ask Bryce to make t-shirts. I'm actually going to work because of it. That's another note. Wait, but, yes, um, yes. So what dad brag do you have? I think a, a dad brag. Yeah. Hashtag. Like <laughs> no, I just, uh, Josiah, um, he's infectious. I, I definitely, of all our kids, he's so infectious. Um, with, with anybody, very loving. The, the people who mm-hmm. uh, meet us or, or come in contact with us right off, of, they, 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 they jump right to Josiah and he's very loving. You know, the one thing I will advise you, if you meet Josiah, watch your snacks. Um, he loves <laughs> right. and he gets snacks from people he really doesn't know and he, he doesn't discriminate. No. So, you know, he hasn't quite understood the stranger danger thing because he, he likes snacks and if he sees snacks he, he he's fearless he'll go ask you for your snacks and and i just i just love his energy um he keeps us young he, he definitely makes me um just have a different perspective and so i see the joy and love in his eyes um it's so pure right it's just genuine yeah. and it's just you know he'll tell you i love you six times in in, oh. in 15 minute span and and I just like okay, yes, Joe. I, at some point, then I just realized, you know what? Uh, I, I love the fact that he keeps telling me because you know it, it's just it's just infectious, and I I definitely enjoy it. Um, but I would like to dispute um, one part of what you said about Josiah being um, um, you know loving and caring because every time that I come over there, he bullies me. 
He calls me strawberry, raspberry, huckleberry, and a few of the berries. And I was bullied a lot. I was bullied a lot as a kid. And so I was just asking if you could add that to your list of things you gotta work on because we'll talk to him about it a little bit. Thank you. It's it's it's, it's, it's been going on for a while. And you know, I meant to say something to you. I'm sorry that I brought it up right now, but it is what it is. So just address it because I don't want to get bullied. I'll, I'll talk to him about it. I'll talk to him. Thank you. Thank you, Andre. I feel like that might be a you issue, but <laughs> why do I feel like I'm being bullied right now? Another platform. Another platform. Yeah. Another platform. Thank you. Thank we'll you have to have another call about bully dad. <laughs> Very much strawberry. Um, <laughs> I'll be I see where it comes from. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So then we're going to get back to the message that you would give a newly diagnosed special needs dad or any dad? Um, my advice would be them, you know, embrace it. Um, don't fear it. Um, every child is special in his own right. And so embrace their special, whatever that's special about them, embrace it, love it. Um, continue to set expectations from them. Don't just because they have a need doesn't mean that they can't be successful and they can't do special things in this world. So keep those expectations, uh, in, embrace those differences, and, and just love them as best as you can. Yeah, Dre's really good at that because I'd be like, he can't, oh no. And he'd be like, oh, he's going to. Mm-hmm. Well, he- ditto to yeah, well, uh, ditto to everything Dre said because I was actually perfect, you know, but also, um, I mean, like I was, you know, said earlier, you know, um, just try to take yourself out of it a little bit and kind of put yourself in their perspective, yeah. um, you know, and just know that every child, sorry, every special needs child is different. Um, and you might have to work harder um, and there might not be a book and, and it might not be a manual and, and you just have to figure it out. Yep. And that's, and that's it. That's it. Because you just have to figure it out. And, uh, and once you do, you know, it, it, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, you know, worth your while and it'll be worth all the tears. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you guys. This was very entertaining and enlightening. Uh, <laughs> We're going to wrap it up, but I think we'll have this little group back here because it was, right. it was easy. Like marriage with special needs kids. And yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> like marriage with special needs kids are just marriage in general. Right? <laughs> so, I'm good at one, not good at the other. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Um, join our weekly empowered parent newsletter. Um, you can sign up on MarquiseHall.com. And if you need any, um, if you want to master your child's IEP, go ahead and set up a consult at MarquiseHall.com. So you guys have a happy Saturday. Right. Thanks so much. Saturday. Take care. Great seeing you guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. See you later. Bye, people.